Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we are reading chapters 23 through 27 of the book of Isaiah. This message came to me concerning Tyre. Wail, you trading ships of Tarshish, for the harbor and houses of Tyre are gone. The rumors you heard in Cyprus are all true. Mourn in silence, you people of the coast, and you merchants of Sidon. Your traders crossed the sea, sailing over deep waters. They brought you grain from Egypt and harvests from along the Nile. You were the marketplace of the world, but now you are put to shame, city of Sidon, for Tyre. The fortress of the sea says, Now I am childless, I have no sons or daughters. When Egypt hears the news about Tyre, there will be great sorrow. Send word now to Tarshish. Wail, you people who live in distant lands. Is this silent ruin all that is left of your once joyous city? What a long history is yours. Think of all the colonists you sent to distant places. Who has brought this disaster on Tyre, that great creator of kingdoms? Her traders were all princes, her merchants were nobles. The Lord of heaven's armies has done it to destroy your pride and bring low all earth's nobility. Come, people of Tarshish, sweep over the land like flooding Nile, for Tyre is defenseless. The Lord held out his hand over the sea and shook the kingdoms of the earth. He has spoken out against Phoenicia, ordering that her fortresses be destroyed. He says, Never again will you rejoice, O daughter of Sidon, for you have been crushed. Even if you flee to Cyprus, you will find no rest. Look at the land of Babylonia. The people of that land are gone. The Assyrians have handed Babylon over to the wild animals of the desert. They have built siege ramps against its walls, torn down its palaces, and have turned it into a heap of rubble. Wail, you ships of Tarshish, for your harbor is destroyed. For seventy years, the length of a king's life, Tyre will be forgotten, but then the city will come back to life, as in the song about the prostitute. Take a harp and walk the streets, you forgotten harlot. Make sweet melody and sing your songs, you will soon be remembered again. Yes, after seventy years, the Lord will revive Tyre, but she will be no different than she was before. She will again be a prostitute to the kingdoms around the world, but in the end her profits will be given to the Lord. Her wealth will not be hoarded, but will provide good food and fine clothing for the Lord's priests. Look, the Lord is about to destroy the earth and make it a vast wasteland. He devastates the surface of the earth and scatters the people, priests and lay people, servants 
and masters, maids and mistresses, buyers and sellers, lenders and borrowers, bankers and debtors, none will be spared. The earth will be completely emptied and looted. The Lord has spoken. The earth mourns and dries up, and the lamb wastes away and wither. Even the greatest people on the earth waste away. The, pe- the earth suffers for the sins of its people. For they have twisted God's instructions, violated his laws, and broken his everlasting covenant. Therefore a curse consumes the earth. Its people must pay the price for their sin. They are destroyed by fire, and only a few are left alive. The grapevines waste away, and there is no new wine. All the merrymakers sigh and mourn. The cheerful sound of tambourines is stilled. The happy cries of celebration are heard no more. The melodious chords of the harp are silent. Gone are the joys of wine and song. Alcoholic drink turns bitter in the mouth. The city writhes in chaos. Every home is locked and keep out to keep out tr- intruders. Mobs gather in the streets, crying out for wine. Joy has turned into gloom. Gladness has been banished from the land. The city is left in ruins, its gates battered down. Throughout the earth, the story is the same. Only a remnant is left, like the stray olives left on the tree, or the few grapes left on the vine after harvest. But all who are left shout and sing for joy. Those in the West praise the Lord's majesty. In Eastern lands, give glory to the Lord. In the lands beyond the sea, praise the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. We hear the song of praise from the ends of the earth. Songs that give glory to the righteous one. But my, heart is, but my heart is heavy with grief. Weep for me, for I wither away. Deceit still prevails and treachery is everywhere. Terror and traps and snares will be your lot, you people of the earth. Those who flee in terror will fall into a trap. And those who escape the trap will be caught in a snare. Destruction falls like rain from the heavens. The foundations of the earth shake. The earth has broken up. It is utterly collapsed. It is violently shaken. The earth staggers like a drunk. It trembles like a tent in a storm. It falls and it will not rise again. For the guilt of its rebellion is very heavy. In that day, the Lord will punish the gods in the heavens and the proud rulers of the nations of the earth. They will be rounded up and put into prison. They will be shut up in prison and will finally be punished. Then the glory of the moon will wane and the brightness of the sun will fade, for the Lord of heaven's armies will rule on Mount Zion. He will rule in the great glory in, in great glory in Jerusalem. In the sight of all the leaders of his people, 
O Lord. I will honor and praise your name, for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago, and now you have accomplished them. You turn mighty cities into heaps of ruin. Cities with strong walls are turned to rubble. Beautiful palaces in distant lands disappear, and they will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong nations will declare your glory. Ruthless nations will fear you. But you are a tower of refuge to the poor, O Lord. A tower of refuge to the needy in distress. You are a refuge from the storm. And a shelter from the heat. For the oppressive acts of a ruthless people are like a storm beating against a wall, or like a relentless heat of the desert. But you silence the roar of foreign nations as the shade of a cloud cools relentless heat. So the boastful songs of ruthless people are stilled. In Jerusalem, the Lord of Heaven's armies will spread a wonderful feast for all the people of the world. It will be a delicious banquet with clear, well-aged wine and choice meat. There he will remove the cloud of gloom, the shadow of death that hangs over the earth. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away all tears. He will remove forever all insults and mockery against his land and people. The Lord has spoken. In that day, the people will proclaim, This is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord in whom we trusted. Let us rejoice in the salvation he brings. For the Lord's hand of blessing will rest on Jerusalem, but Moab will be crushed. It will be like straw trampled down and left to rot. God will push down Moab's people as a swimmer pushes down water with his hands. He will end their pride and all their evil works. The high walls of Moab will be demolished. They will be brought down to the ground, thrown down into the dust. In that day, everyone in the land of Judah will sing this song. Our city is strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Open the gates to all who are righteous. Allow the faithful to enter. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. He humbles the proud and brings down the arrogant city. He brings it down to the dust. The poor and oppressed trample it underfoot, and the needy walk all over it. But those, but for those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. You are a God who does what is right, and you smooth out the path ahead of you. Lord, We show our trust in you by obeying your laws. Our heart's desire is to glorify your name. In the night we search for you. In the morning er I earnestly seek you. For only when you come to judge the earth, 
you, you will people learn what is right. Your kindness to the wicked does not make them do good. Although others do right, the wicked keep doing wrong and take no notice of the Lord's majesty. O oh Lord, they pay no attention to your upraised fist. Show them your eagerness to defend your people. Then they will be ashamed. Let your fire consume your enemies. Lord, will you grant us peace? All that we have accomplished is really from you. O Lord, our God, others have ruled us, but you alone are the one we worship. Those we serve before are dead and gone. Their departed spirits will never return. You attacked them and destroyed them. They are long forgotten. O Lord, you have made our nation great. Yes, you have made us great. You have extended our borders, and we give you the glory. Lord, in distress, we searched for you. We prayed beneath the burden of your discipline, just like, just as a pregnant woman writhes and cries out in pain as she gives birth, so were we in your presence, Lord. We too writhe in agony, but nothing comes of our suffering. We have not given salvation to the earth, nor brought life into the world. But those who die in the Lord will live. Their bodies will rise again. Those who sleep in the, in the earth will, be, will rise up and sing for joy. For your life-giving light will fall like dew on your people in the place of the dead. Go home, my people, and lock your doors. Hide yourselves for a little while until the Lord's anger has passed. Look, the Lord is coming from heaven to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will no longer hide those who have been killed. They will be brought out for all to see. In that day, the Lord will take his terrible swift sword and punish Leviathan, the swifting moving serpent, the coiling writhing serpent. He will kill the dragon of the sea. In that day, sing about the fruitful vineyard. I, the Lord, will watch over it, watering it carefully. Day and night I will watch so that no one can harm it. My anger will be gone. If I find briars and thorns growing, I will attack them. I will burn them up unless they turn to help me for help. Let them make peace with me. Yes, let them make peace with me. The time is coming when Jacob's descendants will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill the whole earth with fruit. Has the Lord struck Israel as he struck her enemies? Has he punished her as he punished them? No, he has exiled Israel to call her to account. But But she was exiled from her land as though blown away in a storm from the east. The Lord did this to purge Israel's wickedness, to take away all of her sin. 
As a result, all the pagan altars will be crushed to dust. No Asherah pole or pagan shrine will be left standing. The fortified towns will be empty and silent. The houses abandoned. The streets overgrown with weeds. Calves will graze there, chewing on twigs and branches. The people are like dead branches of a tree, broken off and used for kindling like beneath the cooking pots. Israel is a foolish and stupid nation, for its people have turned away from from God. Therefore, the one who made them will show them no pity or mercy. Yet the time will come when the Lord will gather them together like hand-picked grain. One by one, he will gather them from the Euphrates River in the east to the brook of Egypt in the west. In that day, the great trumpet will sound. Many who were dying in exile in Assyria and Egypt will return to Jerusalem to worship the Lord on his holy mountain. Today's reading, we see this phrase in chapter 25. O Lord, I will honor and praise your name, for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago, and now you have accomplished them. When we look at this, we might think that like some do, that that God predestines everything in the sense that he is just the puppeteer with the strings with us as the puppets. But that's not what we see in Scripture. We see that God has planned things out, that God accomplishes things, but yet we still have free will. God is able to know all things at all time because he is God. He's not forcing us to do anything. If he was, then the people of Israel would not have gone into the sin that was going to lead to their captivity. But God planned it out. He knew that they were going to rebel, and his plan was going to work together for his good purpose. We can know the same is true in our life, that God knows what tomorrow is going to bring and he is going to be there with us. When we make decisions that are good and also when we make decisions that are poor, God knows what we're going to do, but he doesn't force us to do it. But God's perfect plan is at work and it will be accomplished. For us finite humans, this is a difficult concept for us to truly understand, and yet we can trust that God is at work. Just as we read in Isaiah chapter 25, that we can honor and praise his name, for he is my God. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.